Hey, welcome to Fresh Baked Bread. This is our first ever official guest episode with Watery Aquarius, aka Sean. Sean is a practicing astrologer with five plus years of experience, and he is one interesting person with a ton of knowledge, not only in astrology, but also within marketing and spirituality in general. Today, we dive into astro basics, covering the sun sign, the rising sign, and the moon sign, because I am an astro interested person. I find it so fascinating. And so I wanted to bring on someone with specialized knowledge who can help demystify this entry-level aspect of astrology for us both. All of Sean's social media is linked in the show notes. You can check it out for daily astrological content and also to book a reading with him. He's really fun and easy to talk to. In this episode, you will learn what the sun sign, the moon sign and the rising sign is, what they mean, how they represent in areas of your life and where to go to find yours. We also dive into Sean's personal journey with spirituality and how he became who he is today. We look into his social media journey, how Sean personally uses astrology in daily practice as well. So once again, special thank you to Sean. I highly enjoyed our conversation. So without further ado, enjoy. Hello. Hello welcome. there. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, Sean, Watery Aquarius, to Hello. Big Fred. We How's are it very, going? very happy to have you. Would you like to introduce yourself quickly? For sure. Uh, my name is Sean Pacheco. I am uh, Watery Aquarius on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and now Threads on Instagram. Um, but I am a professional astrologer. I've been doing astrology for five plus years. And I've been um, doing modern astrology mostly, but I do uh, incorporate and use a lot of traditional astrology techniques as well. But yeah, about me, how my astrology journey started, I um, it was triggered by my mom's death. So my mom died when I was 18 from breast cancer. And oh, yeah, um, I went through college. And then after I graduated college, I you know, just wanted to develop more of like a more spiritual relationship with her. And so I got like a birth chart reading for the first time. And it just kind of reignited, um, you know, my relationship and my connection to my mom in a different way that wasn't physical. So after that, I was inspired to like help people with astrology and with their charts and, you know, to help them like uh, live their life better. Uh, using astrology and um, yeah, I've been doing, and then I got on social media and now we're here. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Yeah. Well, can I just say that is beautiful. That is so beautiful. And how has it really gone with social media? Would you say like, was it kind of a quick rise of people asking you for astrology advice? And how did you really get started with the readings more? Yeah, I love this story. So um, I I will say, um, you know, I got on TikTok and I was really interested in spirituality. And, you know, I had this moment where 
some would describe a spiritual awakening where I just wanted to do my own thing. I just wanted to put myself out there. And so I was always into astrology and, and I, and I challenged myself to get on social media, um, to, to express myself, to be more of me, to find my own identity, you know, just to try something new. And it was really just a challenge for me. But then I started posting and I did go viral pretty quickly on TikTok. So like the, the progress is very quick. Um, I would go live, like the vibe. I was I, I went I went viral on TikTok during the pandemic. So um, the vibe on TikTok during that time was very different and yeah. it was more of a community. But anyway, um, I did this thing where I posted a video and I was like, hey, I'll do free mini birth chart readings. And so people commented and I would post videos of like me going over their chart for like 60 seconds or whatever. And then I did that for a lot of people. And then a, a bunch of people wanted more. And then I started charging people, uh, you know, to get pushed to the top of the list. And then I was like, yeah, we got to organize this. And um, then I um, worked on just uh, streamlining, like, how all the readings come in and how the payment happens. And so yeah, it and just then, happened. It just grew it, naturally. It really did. I mean, I... I <laughs> I think for me, um, I was really following my heart when I did this, you know, I was following my intuition when I was yeah. led down this path. So like, I don't know, you know, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting so much growth and so much progress, but like, I think because I was following my heart that it just naturally led to that. And that's the type of energy I try to maintain, you know, just staying real, yeah. staying genuine, which is hard for me because um, I'm an eighth houser. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to go deep with people. Sometimes I, I mean, like because when I go deep, I go super deep. So, and I don't that's like scary. to. I don't. That's painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say your spiritual awakening experience was? Like, can you talk a little bit about that if you're not comfortable? So okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I mean, I feel like I was always spiritual because I grew up religious. I went to Catholic school my whole life. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, religion was always a big part of my life. All, even all the way through college, I went to, I went to a Catholic college as well. And what's really cool over there is I did some like silent retreats where I would like, we would go away for a week and no one would talk to each other. Like not even at dinner, like you only talk to your spiritual director in the middle of the day. And, um, yeah, it's just about meditating and praying and reflecting and, was that hard though? Not talking to anyone? <gasps> Not for me. No. <laughs> no, uh, it was it was hard. I mean, I'm it was funny though, like because I was like one time during dinner I was really clumsy and I like dropped something and then I made my friend laugh and or like one time like I saw I was like sitting in my bedroom and I saw her on the fire escape across from me and we like met up, you know, so Yeah. It was a pretty cool time did, though. Did you break the rules? Did you talk? I definitely broke the rules. I'm the curious. <laughs> well, can you guess my sun sign? You want me to guess it? Um, are you an air sign? Uh, yes. I okay. am an Aquarius. Okay, you're an Aquarius. Not. Gotcha. The other, the other um, quirky sign. Yeah. So we've got that in common, right? <laughs> I have. Um, I don't have any Gemini placements except um, Lilith, 
And yeah, I don't think I ever explained the story of my spiritual awakening. So like, no, 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 no. we got yeah, sidetracked. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Um, that's going to happen. My Mercury is retrograde. So, and my Mercury is in Aquarius, just so you know, <laughs> you know, I was always into spirituality and religion. And um, what happened is um, after college, um, you know, after I left all this place that was like a centered around religion and spirituality, yeah. um, I had to do that myself. And so. I was just kind of really exploring uh, ways to, you know, get in touch with my spirituality. You know, that's when I found astrology and all that kind of stuff. I got on TikTok and I learned a lot about different practices and different religions, different spiritualities and all this stuff. And it was the first time I really saw like a lot of knowledge about it, a lot of information about it. And um, it inspired me. And I started to basically, I was at the same time, I was starting a marketing agency business and I had this spat with a friend who I thought was a friend, but didn't really believe in me. And so it triggered a lot of like imposter syndrome for me because I was like, you know, can I do this? Can I start this business? Can I find success with it? And it was all around, all around this point that things just uh, led to a climax and I just kind of let go of everything that I've held on to in the past. And I started to just re-identify myself in a totally different way. And um, yeah, my spiritual awakening was pretty dramatic. I posted a lot on Instagram. <laughs> I like deleted all my posts and all that kind of stuff. And then I came back and then I started, I, I found myself because I, I was just this was the first time that I was really questioning uh, things that I never questioned in my life at all. Because I did what was right. I did what was taught to me. Yeah. But So it was this moment of understanding that I can do whatever I want. You know, I have the autonomy to practice whatever I want. So I was just exploring myself. And yeah, I think that I, you know, at the same time going through like depressive episodes at the time as well. Like, yeah. I feel like, when you have a spiritual awakening, it's not only like you realizing your connection to spirit. It's also like the things that are happening in your life around you at the same time. So it's yeah, like you start looking at yourself and then you see the parts of yourself that you don't actually like. Yeah. And that's really hard. Exactly. Yeah. And I had to process all of that and, you know, re-identify myself within all, around all of that. But I think that, you know, I over time, I just found clarity. Um, in terms of where I wanted to put my energy and at least right now in terms of my spiritual journey I'm working on just learning how to let go of control um, and to just go with the flow and to just accept life as it happens and you know and understanding that I'm you know safe secure that you know I'm okay and there's nothing that I need to do I just need to yeah. live life so that's hard for me because I'm a Taurus smooth it, it's so weird because it's like when you sit in the moment that you're in currently and you look at every single thing around you and every single problem that you have everything that's stressing you out making you anxious you realize like it actually is not as big as you make it out to be and I feel like going through the spiritual awakening process kind of forces you to look at that as well yeah and how how do you use astrology so like within your day-to-day -day life it's like a big part would you say like because it is like a perfection tool right so how do you use it every day I was it's actually funny you bring this up because today I was thinking and then I came up with something that I should have tweeted but I didn't yet uh -huh. and I, it was I follow my intuition first then astrology 
you know, so my, my, my relationship with astrology, um, you know, in a daily sense is, um, you know, I understand, you know, transits that are going on. Like I know, um, you know, when certain planets are making big movements and, you know, I understand what that looks like in, in my chart and how that's affecting me. Um, but I, I, I use this to just kind of take an in info, like, you know, uh, astrology gives me a report. And I tweeted about this recently that, um, you know, I, I look at astrology like a weather report that, okay, it might be cloudy in the sky. Maybe there's a chance of rain. You know, for example, like if Mercury is square Saturn, if that transit is happening, maybe there's a chance that there could be some tough communication. You know, that could be expressed in a lot of different ways, but I don't have to center my whole day around that. You know, I don't have to yeah. center uh, all of my actions around the fact I respond more so to what my intuition tells me about that information that I'm getting from astrology. So, you know, I, I, I definitely, I want to make decisions that are aligned with me, not what exactly the stars say, because I think that, it's when I don't it know. gets too much. I think too that's the beauty and agency that you're able to do whatever you want with what's going on in your life. Like, yeah. I just like that freedom. So <laughs> I like it. I like how you say that, like looking at the forecast for the day and if it says it's going to rain or there's a chance it's going to rain, you bring an umbrella, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's a good tool for preparation. Yeah. Um, you know, it helps you to know what might come ahead. But every time, like, I'm surprised, like, even though I know what's going on. Like I'm always surprised in how it manifests or it like manifests in the way that I never really would would have expected. And it's just funny because you know, yeah. it's going to happen and then it happens and you're like, oh, that was it. <laughs> Honestly, don't even get me started. So I am doing a thing for this episode here, a podcast episode where I'm trying to prove astrology is real. So I took my um, July horoscope and literally today like it was saying that um, I cannot remember exactly what it was going on in the horoscope but it kind of foresaw foreign travel and I was like no that's like that's later on moving to London yeah I can see that um I'm not gonna I'm gonna take this part out but literally my twin sister today that's amazing how the fuck does that happen astrology yeah. is so funny it's just it's so in your face like it's always Literally. right on point and it's like laughable sometimes it is laughable i'm literally i was i was sitting there like just like what the how how this 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 is insane it, it, right exactly like it's always on point in some sort of way like that's why you know i try not to just i don't want to depend 100 percent on the astrology you know, I take it as a as a perspective, but yeah, I just think it's smart to just have some separation, yeah. uh, so it doesn't destroy your mental health because yeah. it, people could get really nervous about certain transits um, and certain things that are happening in their personal chart, and then they expect doom, and then they and might they go into situations. It might be a self fulfilling prophecy. Like, so we are here today to talk about astro basics so we are going to be covering the sun sign the moon sign and your rising sign 
what are they what do they mean and I feel like a lot of people distrust astrology because they think or they 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 don't feel a connection to the sign that they know like everybody knows their sun sign right but I feel like a lot of people discount the fact that they are an amalgamation of so many different signs you are a chart not just one single sign we are going to be starting with just the basics a little bit so Sean shall we get started with the sun sign would you like to give us your understanding for sure so when we talk about the sun sign this is probably the sign that everybody knows uh, the sign that you're born with, you know, um, I'm an Aquarius because I was born on February 6th and people know that as a general knowledge. Um, when we think about the sun sign, um, it's a planet that it's your core energy, really. So we know that this is your most a vital energy within you. This is kind of like the life force within you, right? So we understand that. The sun also has to do with how we feel appreciated, how we feel validated, how we feel acknowledged. You know, it is connected to a sense of self, to a sense of ego and pride. And, you know, so it, it cares about how it is being treated, how it is being looked at, how it's being regarded. Um, and but the sun could also have to do with talents. You know, the, the sun is about our our skills our talents, things that we want to share to the world. And yeah, so that's mainly how I look at the sun. I look at the sun in a more external uh, sense in, in comparison to the moon. You know, the sun is kind of the self that you exhibit when you're talking to people, socializing, connecting. But the moon sign is, and we'll get to that, but the moon sign is more so, you know, the, the part of yourself that you feel when you go to bed at night, when you rest, when you recover. This is that your moon sign that doesn't have to do with anybody else, but... Yeah, that's what I think about the sun sign. Would you say it's kind of like what you're striving for in life? I see that a lot. People saying that your sun sign is your purpose here. It's tied into your ego, but it's like what you want to accomplish in this life. Um, well, I wouldn't say it marks like your purpose or like where you will be going, but I think it's more so how you build your life because the sun is about progression. The sun is about growth. So it's about how you make more of your situations. How do you put yourself out there? How do you show up to the world in this energy? This is the self that is finding progress and growth in life. Would you say that you identify with your sun sign? I, yeah, I highly identify with my sun yeah? sign. What, oh, yeah. what, what attributes? I think that um, with Aquarius, so Aquarius is a fixed air sign. And when it comes to um, like certain mindsets or ways that I want to like think about things, I could be quite stubborn in terms of changing my mind. And it's like, sometimes I think that I'm a hundred percent right. Uh, but you know, over time I've worked on balancing that. But I think that also Aquarius, I think has like a sarcastic accent to them. And I would say I'm pretty sarcastic and I'm also really into technology and electronics and, you know, Aquarius is all about that as well. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I just think that I'm very Aquarius. I'm a, I'm nerdy. I'm kind of dorky, you know, yeah. like, yeah, 
that's I, I'm an Aquarius as well and so is my twin sister and I would say that we I mean from my perspective though I'm definitely biased because I believe in astrology though I definitely think we embody that not awkwardness but definitely that sarcastic approach and and, and humor a little bit it's just like who you are you can't really change it though right which is the sucking so, part <laughs> yeah now moving on to rising signs so is it true that you should look at a horoscope from your rising sign. Yes, it is. That's yeah. I think that's how most uh, horoscopes are made. People don't realize that, but I like horoscopes that mention rising sign. Yeah. You know, so I trust those horoscopes. But if 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 it's like Aries horoscope, like a very general Aries horoscope, and it's just like you must prepare for the days ahead. Like, but if it's like, oh yeah, the North Node is moving into Aries, and it's going to be activating Aries energy. Like, yeah, I could get down with that. So a lot of people, do you think maybe don't identify with their horoscopes because they're looking at it from the wrong sign? I think so. I think that um, there's there's so many complexities in the chart, right? So it could be some sort of aspect in their chart that is you know, kind of weakening a certain placement or, you know, maybe their rising sign marks their chart ruler as, you know, something that's totally different. Like you know, maybe their chart ruler is their moon and, and their moon sign is different from their sun sign. So, um, and they feel more like their moon sign. So, yeah. you know, it, it depends on the chart and, you know, the strength of each planet. So what, what is the rising sign? How, how is it identified? And correct me if I'm wrong, but it changes every two minutes. So you do, to know your rising sign, you have to know your exact birth time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it changes every two hours. But um, your rising sign is you. You know, this is the self. This is how you come into this world. You know, this is your identity. This is how you look at yourself in the mirror. This is the beliefs that you have in yourself. You know, so the rising sign is really just you. And it also has to do with your physicality, you know, your body. Um, Yep. It has to do with how your physicality experiences things like traditionally in astrology, like they would look to the first house for health issues because it affects the body. So they would like if Mars is aspecting the the first house, stuff like that. So it's, it's how people perceive you as well. Like when they first meet you, like if you walk into a room, it's like, how they see you i see this a lot personally i don't agree with that just because i i feel like the rising sign is is the truest you you know right it is like the most you you could be now when it comes to walking in a room and what comes off to the world i would say that's your midheaven that's your 10th house uh, because your midheaven is more about like your professional performance in this world yeah. So it's like, that's the side of yourself that wants to impress people, that wants to gain favor from people. So the Midheaven, I I understand is kind of like also your online persona, but they aren't, they aren't the same, the Midheaven and the rising sign. No. Um, And and yes, it's important to note that uh, the Midheaven is one of the four angles in the chart. The rising is another angle in the chart. The rising is not an actual planet or, you know, celestial body. It's just how your chart is split up into those 12 houses and the rising sign, you know, plays a part in it in, in the Placidus house system. But it, it, it's really you. It's it's the truest you you could be. And the big three, they are the most important aspects of your chart, would you say? 
if you were doing a reading for someone, what is like the first thing that you look at in their chart? I, I personally look at the big three first. It depends on what reading they're coming to me for. But I think that starting with the sun sign, like everybody like knows their sun sign. And so I think, you know, it's a good way to just, you know, introduce people to, to the astrology and kind of connect with what's going on. But yeah, I mean, I think that the next thing that I really look for is the chart ruler, because the chart ruler of the rising sign has a lot to do with the person and where their energy is directed. So, but I think that in general, the sun, moon, rising are very important planets. You know, they are how we show up to the world. They are our internal emotional selves, you know, and the rising also talks about, you know, just our approach to life and how we approach making moves in our life, progressing our life, advancing ourselves, like what we do with our life, like that rising sign has to do with that. So yeah, I think it has to do with some really important parts of the chart. I will say though, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say what are the most important placements to look at in your chart, I would definitely say Sun, Moon, Rising, but also Venus, uh, Mars, and Mercury, just because you know they're 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 really important planets, and I think that you know some people with traditional astrology, traditional astrologers, they don't really. Um, work with Neptune or Pluto. So they don't regard, you know, Neptune or Pluto being or or Uranus being connected to the signs. Why is that? It's because these planets are like not visible. So they are not casting light rays onto other planets like Mercury, Venus, Mars that are closer yeah. to the sun. Like you can't see them with the naked eye. So they don't regard it as powerful really. As having like as much of an influence. Yeah, because they focus on light a lot in traditional astrology. Yeah. And maybe because you just said you can't see them with the naked eye. So we may not have known that right. they really had an effect. I mean, I don't think I don't think it needs to make light rays in order to have an effect on us. I think that spiritual effects will happen. And, uh, you know, I think that energy, we don't under, understand energy, you know, totally anyway so if i'm open have, to it yeah i mean if you have like if there's something going on with the planets with these planets that we can't technically see and they don't have light rays and things but if you feel a connection to it and it happens then it doesn't need to have a light ray yeah i think that say. when it comes to your astrology practice like just follow your intuition and you just gotta yeah. follow your gut and don't force yourself you know to learn astrology a certain way like you ha it has to be fun it's supposed to be something that you're interested in that you're curious about that you want to learn about more every day you know so don't feel forced to do anything that anyone is telling you to do just you know see how you feel about yeah. pluto neptune and uranus and go with it as you will like it is part of a, a spiritual experience i feel like it's a tool to look at yourself deeper learn about yourself and help yourself understand who you are and maybe why things are the way that they are in your life, why you see the world in certain ways. And that does tie into the next of the big three that we are going to be talking about, which is moon signs. And I understand that as your mother, right? The, yeah, the moon can like represent the mother. Yeah. So, I mean, the moon can represent the mother. Uh, the moon can show what the mother was like, you know, and what your relationship with your mom was like. So it can show, um, you know, certain um, 
strengths and weaknesses that they may have exhibited as mothers. And, you know, for example, like if you have a Pisces moon, you know, maybe there was like a distance from your mother. There wasn't much emotional validation from the mother to you. And so you had to deal with like this, these, all these scattered emotions and make sense of them all by yourself, which leads Pisces to be very emotionally intelligent. What about Aries, Aries moons? So Aries moons probably had a mom that was very independent, that was maybe always on the move, always had a lot to do. Um, And the Aries moon mom might've cared more about what they wanted to do and what they felt compelled to do uh, rather than thinking about other people. So sometimes the the mother could be a little bit like more independent, but it can show that's the effect that the mom had on that child. So it doesn't have to talk about the mom's characteristics. It it just talks about their relationship in general. Uh, You know, I think that it can talk even about maybe about like some kind of violent or volatile aggressive interactions with the mom but at the end of the day it's an Aries moon so there is lots of passion and love and care and like yeah yeah. you know wow that I love my mom we have worked through everything but wow (laughs) every single part of what you just said and once again I do have a bias definitely but wow but there has to be more to the the moon sign right it's your emotions it's your inside world you were saying it's who you are when you're going to bed at night when there's no distraction when it's just you yeah this is like i describe the moon as your somatic body you know this is how you feel these are your emotions you know uh, this is not physical this is how you process your emotions this is how you manage your emotions this is how you express your emotions the moon also has to do with how you find emotional security in your life you know so how you find the sense of peace and comfort and where you are drawn to to find security to find stability it also talks about your capacity for caring for others taking care of yourself uh you know that sense of nurturing and holding emotional space for people you know, the moon can can talk a lot about that as well. But um, yeah, your moon sign talks about your capacity to do all of these things in different ways based on the sign. So it's it's not how you you love necessarily, though. Would you say that's more your Venus? I feel like your moon is how you feel understood. You know, this is how you feel emotionally understood, how you like, I feel you like that's moon energy. Venus is definitely how you feel loved, like you know, what type of affection that you need that makes you feel loved. But the moon, I mean, it depends on the person, but the moon is just more about how they find that emotional security from love. So out of the three, like the big three, the sun, Mm. the rising and the moon, like what is the one that you look for? Like, oh, they, their, their moon sign. Like I know that their moon sign will mesh with my moon sign. So like we can get along. For me personally, I like to look for the rising sign. Because when I get the rising sign, I can estimate what houses each sign is in. So if I have your rising sign, I can know your sun sign and your moon sign. And I can know exactly how to mesh with someone or if I would mesh with someone. I feel like that's very Aquarian of you. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) In general, though, I think I like having a good moon synastry with somebody because then I feel more comfortable around them. That's important for me. It's like a deeper, a deeper connection. Yeah. Like you get me. So 
to sum up the three, if you if you had to explain the sun, the moon, and the rising, just like quickly to someone who had no idea what they are, like how would you do it? What would you say? The sun is how you express yourself. The moon is your emotional self. And the rising is your approach to life. Yeah. So I, I personally, I have like an interest in astrology. It's always been something I've loved, but I'm only really starting to kind of dive into it because there's been this big fear of judgment from other people thinking that I'm crazy. Have you ever encountered like a, where people think that you are like woo woo for practicing astrology, for having your practice? Have you ever experienced judgment because of it? Yeah, for sure. And I think it's just more so about like this, this is connected to when I worked in my imposter syndrome. I just kind of believed in my truth. Like I know my truth. I know what is right. I know what is wrong. And I know how I feel. If I understand uh, a certain spiritual belief in a, in a certain way, I trust myself and I trust my feelings and I trust my brain, you know, so, and I trust that I'm a smart person who, who has good uh, judgment of spirituality and religion and all this stuff, you know, so like, but the more that I just am secure and in myself, the more I can handle the comments, you know, I yeah. get comments like that, especially on YouTube, because I post my sh- my uh, videos on YouTube, and oh my God, it's horrible there. And it's and if I was younger, I don't know how I would handle all of those comments and all of the hate. But I think that because now I know myself and I know my approach and I know what I'm doing is okay, that I don't really care. Like the the, the other stuff doesn't really affect me because there's always going to be little haters and little flies yeah. in the air. So. Just, comes with being in the public I feel like no matter what you do someone's gonna have an opinion on it so you may as well just learn about it if you're interested in it and then gather as much information as you can and I feel like with the big three it's a really good place to start yeah so if you if you have just clicked on this and you have no idea about astrology thank you very much for listening and clicking this episode to start with it is a really cool and wonderful thing to learn about and there's so many things that you can like you're never gonna run out of things to explore in your chart yeah it's uh, it's actually never ending because you could look at a chart within a chart within a chart within a chart so there's actually no end (laughs) but uh, i will say tips for that is like you know learning astrology it will happen in waves like just learn what you feel drawn to and don't force yourself don't rush and the knowledge happens in waves so you will yeah. it will happen eventually it might take time but you'll you'll build and grow and get there just do it intuitively yeah do it how sure. you feel anyway yeah. thank you so much for joining us here today and teaching us all about this wonderful thing called astrology and helping introduce us into ourselves i know that we didn't really touch on the signs and things like that but once again there's so many different aspects of astrology so you do kind of have to take it in small settings a little bit people could use this and do their own research and yeah now you have foundation to learn more about yourself from It's a good place to start. And if you don't know your sun, moon, and rising signs, you can see in the show notes, there is AstroSeek linked. That's a really good resource. I use AstroSeek actually primarily. It's it's really good. And you just type in your little information. You do have to know your birthplace, your 
birthday and your time. But if you don't know your time, you I believe there's a little button that you can click that says like, yeah. sorry, I don't know it. That is linked in the show notes as well as your snip feed. Your snip feed is also linked as well. Yes. So if you would like a reading with Sean or just check out his social medias. Honestly, I love, I love your content. Like it's not my me and my twin sister send them back and forth all the time. I love it. <laughs> we're like, this is why this is happening. I, I believe it's coming down a little bit now, right? Or no? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what your chart looks like, but it's a Taurus moon right now. So I mean, it's my lunar return. So it's supposed to be my homecoming, my monthly how homecoming. How are you hmm? going with that? Oh, I feel good. I mean, I've I've been talking a lot today like yeah. interacting with people a lot today more so than I do usually. So I've been like talking to people for the past three hours. So like, it's a great lunar return. It's fun. How's your voice going? I, 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 um, I need a break after this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do some, some voice exercises, but yeah, mm-hmm. once again, thank you so much for joining us. It has been wonderful. And yes. to the listeners have a wonderful day. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And Sean, do you have an an ending message that you'd like to share? Spread love. Spread love. I like that. Bye, everyone. Hello, my love. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please give Fresh Baked Bread a five-star rating on whatever podcasting service you have. It really helps the podcast out. Any advice, questions, or personal stories you'd like shared on the podcast, it can be anonymous, or you can have your name included. Just please let me know. Send to Online at gmail.com or to any of the Instagrams linked in the show notes. All topics discussed are the opinions of the host and guests. Please do not take anything discussed on this podcast as medical advice. Forever holding your hand through this shit. Love, Ella.